today on the Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. Well, the uh, the tariff war continues between. I was going to say between Canada and the U.S. That's not really a fair characterization because obviously many European nations are involved in uh, the tariffs that uh, were imposed by Donald Trump uh, some time ago now too on uh, steel, aluminum, and uh, the retaliatory tariffs that came from some of those EU nations, and of course Canada's retaliatory tariffs went into effect this week. Uh, now Trump, of course, well, for some time now, has been threatening about uh, uh, another tr- uh, tariff, and this one on the auto sector. Well, they've done a little bit of, uh, of number crunching on this, and the suggestion right now that if Trump goes forward with this, uh, it could possibly uh, reduce Canada's auto production by about 900,000 units a year. That's about 40% discount. Now, that's a worst-case scenario. But even if it... Uh, if it well, there's a couple of variations on this. Uh, so instead of just crunching numbers, which just tend to make people's heads spin, I want to get Ian Lee into the conversation from the Sprott School of Business at Carleton University about what impact might have. Ian, thanks for jumping in. I really appreciate your time today. My pleasure. This is a, a, a major issue, and I know that when Trump talked about doing this a, a week or so ago, Ian, a lot of people said he wouldn't dare. That's just an idle threat. Uh, I, I wouldn't put anything past him at this time. Uh, simply because he's already gone through with the threats about the other tariffs. Uh, and if, in fact, he does this, I mean, I, I, it's, I'm probably undercharacterizing this right now to say the impact would be significant. Um, I, exactly so, because manufacturing, although manufacturing in the last 40 years in all the Western economies, including Canada, has declined as a percentage of GDP back in the 60s and 70s, it was uh, manufacturing was about a third of the economy. It's now down to about 12% of the economy, but that doesn't mean that manufacturing is not important. It just means that the services sector, banking, healthcare, government, etc., grew so uh, much larger and more quickly. There are still serious numbers of jobs in the auto uh, and manufacturing sector, and if this did happen, it would be devastating. And it's it's not just devastating on the short run, because some people may say, okay, okay, so it happens, they put the tariffs on temporarily, and we'll eventually come to a deal, don't get your knickers in a knot, Things it'll, go, it'll get resolved, and then it's business as usual, back to normal. But I don't think so, because I think what it's going to do is it's going to produce even yet more uncertainty and send signals, clear signals, to manufacturers that um, when your plant comes up, uh, at the end of the life cycle, as plants do, plants wear out just like cars and trucks wear out. And, uh, you know, typically a plant will be amortized over 30, 35 years. And when it comes up to the end of the life cycle, then you have to decide what are you going to do? Are you going to knock it down and build a new plant? Or are you going to go somewhere else? We've already, in the last two, three years, seen some plants relocate to the United States. You know, the, um, the Caterpillar plant in London, for example. Yeah. And uh, so my point is, is that the, 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 this is going to be even more devastating uh, in the longer-term sense because I think it's going to incentivize some firms to move to the states, and then those jobs are permanently gone forever, whether or not there's a resolution on NAFTA and the tariffs. Which would suit Donald Trump just fine. Absolutely. In fact, I've argued, um, and I'm not to defend him because I don't defend him, but I've argued that you know when people say he's crazy, he doesn't know what he's doing, he's irrational. Actually, I think he's a very rational. He's very rational. He's very calculating, and he's willing to do nasty things uh, to achieve his end. And one of the things he's trying to do is create uncertainty 
um, about uh, the U.S., I mean, about getting access to the U.S. market. And he's doing that because he knows, as a businessman himself he is, he knows that business people hate uncertainty. So what he's, he can't come right out and say we're going to not allow anyone to export into the States, but if you make it so uncertain about getting it, you're sending your product into the States, you know, it's a strong signal. Hey, and he's even said it a lot a couple of times, if you really want to uh, deal with these issues, just jump across the border and build in the United States of America. So I think it's part of his plan to not only get uh, us to compromise at the negotiating table, but it also is uh, part of his plan to drive investment into the United States and uh, and create jobs and factories there. So I, I think he's crazy like a fox, as I keep saying. The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on 900 CHML.